0: There is a war, folks. It's going down, and it is on the late night talk show circuit. Who's going to win? We're about to find out. This is Funny Like a Clown podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Worth, episode 72, August 10th, 2020. Here to discuss comedians, and tonight we are discussing late night legend Jay Leno. As always, funny Clown Podcast brought to you by G Vegas Buffalo Sauce. For the spicy, sweet, savory taste of game time, there's only one, G Vegas. Go to www.gvegas.webs.com, order some up, have it shipped to your house, and uh, may just be the best buffalo sauce you ever tasted in your life. Give it a shot. I like it. Uh, Jay Lotto, man, pow, you want to talk about the late night wars? Uh, they went to war, and this guy, he ended up on top. Uh, after doing stand-up comedy for years in the Boston area, same area we're coming at you from Funny Like Clown podcast, uh, he became host of The Tonight Show from two thousand uh, excuse me nineteen ninety two to two thousand and nine on NBC. Um, two thousand and nine, uh, he had a talk show, The Jay Leno Show, also on NBC, which was eventually canceled. To return to The Tonight Show, uh, last episode aired February 6, thousand and fourteen. And he is also a member of the Television Hall of Fame. Uh, since then, he's been doing Jay Leno's Garage since 2014 in his retirement. So uh, he's kept going. So I guess he wouldn't say he retired. I guess he'd say he changed careers. And uh, he's doing a different show that probably at his age is better suited to him. You know, Talking about his infamous car collection and his love of cars. Um, let's see, how did it all start? He went to Emerson College in 1973 where he started a comedy club. Um, did stand-up comedy in the Boston area, did the circuit, traveled the country, uh, his first Tonight Show appearance as a comic was in 1977, going way back there. Um, he appeared in some minor roles, I remember, uh, you know, he had some small roles on the shows Good Times, uh, uh, he was on the Holmes and Yo-Yo pilot, uh, 1977 film Fun with Dick and Jane, American Hot Wax, Silver Bears, Almost Heaven, Going Nowhere, uh, Somewhere in My Front Childhood, One Day at a Time, Alice, Laverne, and Shirley. You know, he didn't have big roles, but he was on it. Just to be on those shows, is, that's an honor right there. You, you get one live here, extra on those shows. So, I mean, he had some lines on those shows and was a character. Not a main character, but damn it, that's, that's, uh, that's a great stepping stone to the next movie he was about to make. Um, I guess uh, the one... Um, one main film he played the lead in uh, was Collision Course with Pat Morita, of course, from The Karate Kid. And that was a straight-to-video movie. It never went to the actual movies. And uh, that was one where he actually played the lead in. Um, he had numerous appearances on uh, Late Night with David Letterman. Him and David Letterman were good friends, uh, which you know later on turned into a rivalry, of course, when they were both wanted of The Tonight Show after Johnny Carson was uh, retiring. Uh, in 1986, after his numerous appearances on Late Night with Dave Letterman, he became a fill-in for Carson's Tonight Show. And uh, you know, I remember, you know, when you first get on there, you get paid so much, and then once you're a regular and you go up, there, there were a bunch of fill-ins for the Tonight Show. I think uh, Joan Rivers was one. I mean, but I mean, and he said the the key to his success was, uh, you know, as you as you get more popular as a fill-in, your price also goes up, and you know, same thing as a comic, when you're starting out on an open mic, you don't make any money. I remember I did Frog open mics for a year before I even started getting gas money. I was in shock. I'm like, I get gas money to go do comedy? Oh my God, this is the thrilling thing of my life. But he said, when everybody asked for more money as their popularity went up, he stayed at the same amount. He didn't ask for any more money, and he got to do, you know, more appearances. So yeah, he got less money, but he got on air more times. So do you want to go for the money, or do you want to do what you love and hope it turns into something bigger? His road paid off for him. Um, 1992, he replaced Carson on the Tonight Show. I mean, it was a big controversy at the time. They called it the Late Night Wars uh, with David Letterman and him, and contracts, and the whole uh, the whole rivalry over who was going to get the Tonight Show. Everybody wanted it. There could be only one winner, and uh, Jay Lono ended up winning. and you know, I, I guess in the end of it, it was it was a cutthroat thing, but uh, his willingness, like I said, you know, to stay at the same and not take more money, he was a team guy, and I think that's what eventually won him over Well, everything got cutthroat, you know, he was being the team guy, and he was being a team player, and he was eventually rewarded for that, you know, and it's good to see, you know, if you're a nice guy in life, you know, not that David Letterman's not a nice guy, but I mean, it was all business, and you know, to Jay, it wasn't ever all about business, it was about his love for comedy, and you're always going to go further in life doing something you love to do than if you, uh, you know, just, just at it for the money. You know, if you're in comedy for money, you're in it for the wrong reasons, okay? So do it for the love. If you get paid to do what you love to do, you never work a day in your life. If you don't, you know, it don't matter. Even Joe Rogan said that on his podcast. He said, you know, that's why podcasts are taking over because, you know, in the olden days, everybody's looking to get paid. If you can pay us, great. You won't pay us? All right, we'll do it for free. We don't care. It's what we love to do. And... Uh, they're starting to hurt mainstream television, you know. I posed the question, uh, you know, some of my comedy friends, you know, right now, if you had the choice, what would you rather be on? Would you rather be on The Tonight Show, or would you rather be on Joe Rogan's podcast? And, you know, as, as I figured, the older people said, oh, The Tonight Show, and most of the younger people said The Joe Rogan Podcast, because, uh, you know, The Tonight Show hit everybody in America, you know. Joe Rogan's podcast is worldwide. You're probably hitting more people. Good point. It's a longer form, too, you know. What are you gonna get? Four or five minutes on the Tonight Show, where Joe Rogan's podcast is. You talk until until you're done talking. There's <laughs> no time limit, you know. So uh, you talk until you feel like you're done. So that's always a good thing. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it went to war, and uh, you know, there are many wars with this guy. He went to Letterman. You know, wanted the Tonight Show. He wanted it. He went to war. Jay Leno won that war. He got the Tonight Show. Everybody wanted it, he got it. And he said, hey, him and Letterman, they were always friends. I mean, they both wanted it, only one could get it, he got it. I mean, it didn't kill their friendship. I'm sure it didn't help, but, you know, it didn't kill it. Uh, then he went to war, you know, years later when he went to retire, he went to war with Conan, and he won that war too. Conan's ratings weren't as high as him, and they brought him back. So, he a man, you know, you can say what you want, love him or hate him, man, he was a winner. And, you know, if, if winning's what it's all about, and... I got a lot of people in comedy that don't like me because, you know why? I win, that's why. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm from New England, okay? We all love Tom Brady of the Patriots in New England, you know why? Because he's a winner. And the rest of the country hates him for being a winner. And <laughs> That's why a lot of people don't like me in comedy, because I win. And they want me to hand them that winning on a silver platter. Nobody wants to work for it like I did. And uh, I ain't handing nobody nothing, and when they hear they got to work for it, they don't like that, and I become the jerk. So, Welcome to comedy, it's a dirty business. Uh, let's see. Jay continued stand-up comedy, you know, throughout his his whole time on The Thing Show. He still did a tour of live shows, which shows, you know, there's nothing like a live crowd, okay? You can do what you love to do on TV. Great exposure. You love doing it, but there's nothing like a live crowd. Uh, he had some problems with the Writers Guild of America because uh, his monologue in the beginning, he wasn't supposed to write any of that, and, uh, he, uh, I guess he was writing his own jokes when he shouldn't have been writing his own jokes. So basically, you know, if you want your retirement in the uh, Writers Guild, you don't break the rules. And they accused him of breaking the rules, which uh, he had said there was a private meeting or something where he got the okay. They denied it. They went back and forth. But I guess when they finally released uh, their list of people who had broken the rules, the Writer Guild, he wasn't on the list. So he was vindicated in the end. Uh, maybe the powers that be put in a word for him. <laughs> who knows how it happened? But. When you're in that position, you know, hey, that's why, you know, U.S. Senators' sons don't go off to war, okay, because uh, they're powerful people, and everyday folk like me and you, we get to go be the grunts. Uh, Welcome to the way it works. It ain't right, but hey, that's what happened. That's what John Fogarty said. Hey, that's what happened. You can can cry about it the rest of your life, or you can just say, hey, that's what happened. Uh, Let's see, he was a witness in the Michael Jackson trial. I remember that going on at the time that... uh, the people that were accusing uh, Michael Jackson of whatever and trying to get some money out of him, uh, they had uh, contacted Jay Leno and I guess tried to get some money out of him. Or and he said it was just weird how it was talking. It sounded like they were scripted and you know it wasn't natural. Uh. Now the problem with that is uh, on the Tonight Show, the Michael Jackson trial was the biggest thing at the time. Every other talk show is telling jokes about it. Well, him being a witness in the trial, he couldn't tell any jokes about it. So that was a problem because people wanted to tune in. That was the hot subject at the time and see it. So he worked a way around it by having some of his comedian friends come on and tell the jokes for him. So, uh, you know, you've got to figure out how do you turn a negative into a positive. So he turned that negative into a positive and stayed relevant. Um... He announced Conan as his successor to the show because you know he did uh, the Tonight Show, then Conan was on after him, the Late Late Show, or whatever it was. Then uh, he said, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have a big war like me and David Letterman went through. I said, you know, Conan, it's yours. I'm going to pass it off to you, which Conan was always expected to be his successor. So Conan got on, I think he did like seven episodes. We said, and man, the ratings weren't what Jay Leno's were, but you know, nobody's ratings are going to be as big, you know, I'm sure. Jay Leno's ratings probably weren't as good as Johnny Carson's when he first took over. You got to stick with the guy, find his audience, have some and let him do his thing. Uh, NBC's making money; they don't have time to stick with anybody. That uh, they're paying the bills over there, so they wanted their ratings to go back up. So uh, they had Jay Leno do his talk show for a half hour before the Tonight Show came on, hoping you know Jay's listeners, Jay's watchers, would come back and then they'd stay tuned in to see Conan. That wasn't working out. Uh, they wanted Conan to move The Tonight Show to Midnight. Conan said, you know, if you move it to Midnight, it's not The Tonight Show anymore, so that ain't going to work. You know, basically they wanted to go back to his own time slot and still call it The Tonight Show, but it wasn't anymore. They negotiated a buyout of his contract. Uh, they bought out Conan, which he got crazy money at $40 million or whatever. But, you know, he never asked to work a day in his life, but his dream ain't there. And Jay Leno, he was asked to return to The Tonight Show because he had the good ratings. So he returned and... Uh, yeah, it was a mid-controversy because, you know, uh, Conan said, you know, he shouldn't have did that to him. He shouldn't have returned, you know. Jay Leno said, hey, who wouldn't want that spot? I'm a team guy, but that's why I get it to begin with, you know. And- Basically, the TV station said, Jay, we want you to do this. He said, okay. We want you to do that, okay. We want you to do this, okay. He wasn't arguing with the TV station because those were employers. Who argues with their boss? Your boss tells you to do something, that's what you do. And if you want to argue about it, then you'll be the next Conan going over to TBS. And if you want to do what they ask you to do, you'll be the next Jay Leno and uh, you'll be doing big things. And. I try to make that point, you know, everybody wants to work my rooms and work in comedy, but they want to do it their way, not mine. It's like, well, no, they're my rooms. You want to move up in my rooms, you're going to do it my way, not your way. So, uh, you know, the, the, the people that, that uh, listen to what I say and do it my way, okay, they get to work with the Lenny Clarks and the Jimmy Walkers. And the people who don't do it my way, they get to go hit open mics, so you know, don't, don't argue with your boss, okay, They do, do, it, do it their way, that's how you're going to move up in this business, uh, never, never shit on the guy who's ahead of you in the business, okay, all these young comics, they think, I know better than the guy ahead of me, no, you don't know jack shit, okay, you listen to the guy ahead of you, that's how, that's how you move ahead right there, uh, so uh, 2013, it was finally announced that uh, Jay Leno was going to leave the Tonight Show, and you know, it was his choice. They came and asked him this time, you know, do you want to leave? Or the first time they told him he was going to leave. So uh, he made the joke, oh, they fired me four years from now. Because okay, they gave him four more years to be on the air and then you were at. He said, but that show business shows you the dirtiness of show business right there. Yeah. Your boss comes and says, you're fired four years from now. You know, <laughs> that, That's that's comedy for you. So uh, after we left, Jimmy Fallon finally succeeded. Uh, Jay Leno on the Tonight Show. He took it over. Uh, Jay Leno's final guest was Billy Crystal. Uh, great guess right there for the final episode. I think they asked David Letterman to be on, and Letterman told him, You know, your final episode should be about you. It shouldn't be about me. Where, you know, it would have been funny. If they had the big rivalry. Who was going to get it to have David Letterman come on? You know, you could see that as being high in the ratings and a great finale, but it shouldn't have been about David Letterman. It should have been about Jay. I understand that, too. Um, <laughs> I remember Jimmy Fallon when he took over one of his first jokes. It was a running joke that, uh, Carson would never have uh, Joan Rivers on the night show again because, you know, she he made her into a star, then she went to Fox to compete against him in his own late night in her own late night show and he never forgave her for that and Jay Leno he said as a tribute to Johnny he never had Joan Rivers on the show again because, you know, he felt that it would be disrespectful to Johnny Carson where he made the decision. Well, Jimmy Fallon made the statement that, hey, it's my show now. He's like, I got the show. People told me I wouldn't get it. And that one person who told me you wouldn't get it, you owe me $100. bucks. i am not going to say oh, you owe me 100 bucks. Joan Rivers comes walking out and slaps 100 bucks on the desk. <laughs> you got the show. Here's your 100 bucks. And he sent out the message of tonight's Show's mine now. It's not Jay Leno's. It's not Johnny Carson's. It's mine. So... That was a great way to take over the show. and We wish him all the success in the world. Uh, he was a guest on uh, late-night shows after he retired for years. Uh, he still tours and does over 200 live stand-up shows a year. Okay, So Jay Leno still... He always toured the country and did stand-up. He never forgot where he came from. and uh, you know He had the form on The Tonight Show where he could do different jokes every night, so a lot of his material, you know... A lot of comics now, they got to put out a special, put the material out to get people to come fill in the seats where he didn't have to put out a comedy special because he was on the night show telling jokes every night, so he had a great forum, so he said he don't have to write a whole lot of new jokes because nobody's ever heard his old ones, you know, his old routines, so he can do the same jokes over and over and they're, they're new jokes. Um... Yeah, he started Jay Leno's Garage, and uh, I've watched that online. If you go on YouTube, you can watch those. It's a it's a free form. And also, it's on one of NBC's affiliate channels that he airs, but, uh... Talks about he's got a massive car collection, and he brings on, like, you know, people who own original General Lees, People who own, you know, uh... Knight Rider, the original kick car. They brought that on one time, and... If you get any cool car, man, he'll bring you on to talk about it, so... That's his love for cars. Everybody's got a loving life outside of what they do. Um... He's also, I didn't know this one, it was an interesting fact, I didn't watch the show, uh, Tim Allen's Last Man Standing, he's actually a regular on that show, he plays a mechanic on that show, which is perfect because of his love of cars, so that fits right into what he does. Uh, I guess uh, he's had a great storied career, uh, if there are any criticisms of Leno, uh, it was his handoff to Conan where he said, you know, he came out and said, Conan, I don't want no controversy like I had with Letterman. it's yours, and he caught a lot of heat when they booted Conan out, and he took back over the show. It's like, well, you said it was mine while you're coming back and stabbing me in the back and taking it over. Um, you know, he did go on, uh, I think, 60 Minutes, and he went on uh, to talk about, you know, his side of the story trying to try and repair his public image. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell called him a bully, which, I mean... You know, she's got her problem of the week. She's always bullying around something, so I don't think Rosie's got any, uh, yeah, her her big feud with Donald Trump. I don't know if she's got any room to be calling anybody else a bully. Howard Stern said, you know, he'd never leave. Jay Leno would never willingly leave The Tonight Show, and, you know, he should have passed it off to Conan and walked off, you know, gracefully. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how Howard, I guess, eventually, you know, ha- handles his exit when he decides to retire. You know, is it going to be gracefully... Uh, who's going to take over? Who's going to be the next Radio King? How's he going to handle it? I mean, it's e- it's easy to say how you should have handled the situation if you're not in that, you know, situation. You know, if you're in the situation, it's not as easy to come up with the right decision. So who knows, you know. Uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres criticized him, which uh, if you tuned in the news lately, her show's having a whole lot of trouble with charges of sexual abuse and everything on her show, so uh, I don't think she's got a any room to talk. Those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones so I guess Ellen threw a lot of stones at Jay Leno back in the day and it's coming back to haunt her because she's got her own problems I think. Her talk show just got cancelled because of all the controversy. On the flip side of that, Paul Reiser, Jerry Sinfeld, and Jim Norton came out and supported Leno and uh, said you know yeah, you know, you're in comedy. Well, what, what, what's in comedy? Uh, the Tonight Show, that's the biggest honor in comedy. There is no biggest honor to be the host of that. Who wouldn't want to do that? Who wouldn't go to it? Who wouldn't go back and do it? I mean, how do you blame the guy for that? It's a cutthroat business, and he won. So, I mean, if he's the winner, then I uh, hate him for being a winner, but damn it, the guy won, man, okay? He, he kept the Tonight Show, and uh, nobody else could. So... Um, uh, 2010 he appeared on Oprah Winfrey like I said uh, 60 minutes he did Oprah Winfrey he tried to repair the damage to his image where a lot of people were saying you know he was really he, he wasn't helping the next generations of comic come forward he was trying to hurt him by staying on The Tonight Show his argument was you know it's The Tonight Show any comic would want it why would you blame me for go doing that you know who who wouldn't want The Tonight Show so he didn't go gracefully into the sunset uh, you know, like I said, I mean, your boss tells you what to do, alright, you want me to come back, I'll come back. That's what I'll do, so. He was always the teen guy, and that's why he got the show to begin with, so. I guess I can't blame him for being the teen guy. Uh, he said his influences in comedy were, uh, Carson, Robert Klein, Alan King, David Brenner, Mort Shahai, uh, Carlin, Don Rickles, uh, Bob Newhart, and Ronnie Dangerfield, so. Uh, there, there's a long list of legends right there that would inspire any comic to do things that you wanted to do in comedy. Um, yeah, I guess other than that, you know, I mean, he does Jay Leno's Garage, but, uh, you know, I guess he's best known. for He's got a huge car collection. He has over 169 cars and 117 motorcycles. I mean, these are all just like a classic car collection that he has. And uh, I guess he gave uh, Gabriel Iglesias, the other comedian, gave him advice that, you know, you got to invest your money somewhere because the government attacks tax you to death if you just hang on to hard cash. And he said if you invest into cars, they, they accrue value. They get more valuable as they get older. Plus, you get to drive them and have fun with them while you have them. So, it's a great way to invest your money. And, uh, Gabriel Glacier's got a huge car collection. He took his advice, too. So, you know, you, you can tax cash, but you can't tax automobiles. You know, if you're not driving them, if they're part of a collection, then they just sit there and they accrue in value. Um,. Uh, another good thing, you know, he, he does a lot of work with charity and hats off, you know, if, you, if you're in a position like that, you, you're expected to do things in charity, but, uh, he really, you know, took the extra step, uh, he does the love ride, uh, he's the grand marshal for the love ride, automobile, whatever, parade, uh, money goes to the Ma- Muscular district Association, I think he wrote a check himself, it was like for $100,000 for, uh, the Afghanistan women under Taliban rule to try to bring some justice to them, and, uh, uh, he does a lot of work for housing for the vets so good for him man, you know give back to charity I do a bunch of charity events and I always say I'd rather the money go to charity than go to me I mean I got a full-time job. I do comedy part-time I mean that they, they need the money worse than I do. I'd rather help people out than get the money myself It's always cool makes you a good person shows how good of a person you are when you give back uh, He has a regular column in popular mechanics. So uh, I guess you know he's so into cars so one the auto mechanic thing that he does a column each week and talking about his uh Love for cars, and always good when you can do what you love to do in life. Uh, Like I said, he changed his career. Uh, He didn't retire. He just, he he, he made the point where, you know, at his age on The Tonight Show, you know, if he has on, like, a supermodel and he's interviewing a supermodel, you know, if Jimmy Fallon does that in his 20s, he looks like the cool guy. If Jay Leno does it in his 60s and 70s, he looks like a pervert, you know what I mean? It was just the thing, you know, he said at his age, at 60 years old, you shouldn't have to know what every one of Jay-Z's songs are, okay? Because Jay-Z's not the music he probably listens to and likes, but if you're a host of that show, you're expected to do it. And He said he actually watches Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show, he is a fan of it, and he saw the routines where Jimmy Fallon's, he's out there dancing with a bunch of dancers, and he said, you know, at my age, I can't do that, I can't go out there and dance with him. So he got, he got why it was time, you know, to bring in the young guy and have him take over the whole thing. Um, What can you say about his uh, storied career? He was classy, he was the nice guy, he worked clean, and he was a winner, you know, like I said, comedy's a cutthroat business, okay, and, you know, it's, uh, everybody wanted the Tonight Show, and you can, you know, beat up every which way till Tuesday how he got it, the man won, okay, he got the Tonight Show, I don't care how he did it, the war went down, he won the war, so good for him, uh, you know, Uh, you know, Letterman and Conan, you know, they did the Late Show, they did Conan, you know, on TBS, and, uh, you know, he was a survivor, they always said that about Joan Rivers, what was the best thing about Joan Rivers, and, you know, no matter if comedy went up, comedy went down, comedy's in the middle, she survived, she stuck around, and, you know, I had a lot of comics attack me, I had a room that I had open for years and years and years, and I got attacked. I said, well, you know, other comics open rooms that lasted two, three, three weeks and folded. Those are the comics that are attacking me. So you think it's easy? Go try to do it yourself, okay? You know, it's easy to attack somebody when you don't have to do it. Go open your own rooms here. They found out for themselves. Yeah, okay, so, hey, you can say what you want about my room. I survived. Well, say what you want about Jay Leno. The man survived. He'll go down as one of the Tonight Show legends. And, you know, I think there's only been, what, one, two, three, four, five, six hosts of the Tonight Show full time. Well, he was one of them, and uh, you go down as legendary status. Not everybody gets that opportunity, and damn it, he had that opportunity. Uh, you know, Letterman, he'll go down also as a late night hero, but there's only one tonight show, and everything else is just a spin off of that show because it was the original. So, uh, when? I guess, folks, there's a story in life right there, okay? You know, I mean, I, I, you're going you're gonna to be the nice guy, you know, and fail, or are you going to be, you know the dirty guy and win. Well, in Jay Leno's case, he he was the nice guy and he won. So he took the high road and the high road paid off for him. That's not easy to do in comedy. Usually you got to get dirty and the dirty guy wins. And he showed, hey, if you be a good person in life, it can pay off for you. So uh, stay good. Stay funny. Don't let people beat you down. And uh, if you're going to go for something, folks, you win. Okay. Be a winner in life. Keep laughing. This is Funny The Clown Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Worth. Uh, I was going to be doing some on-location stuff, but uh, it's just too damn hot. That's what it is. I was thinking about driving up to Boston today, doing an on-location podcast. And uh, the heat got the best of me, and I said, you know what? I'm going to sit here in my nice, cool studio, and I'm going to give you guys a podcast in my studio. Laughter is the best medicine, folks. Spread the word. Keep laughing. Tell somebody a joke. Make them laugh tomorrow. Because, you know, if you can put some laughter into somebody's life, you're helping them out. Be the good guy. Until next time, see you later.